Welcome to the Around the Keyser podcast. Today is episode three, and we're going to be talking about everybody's gateway beers. Um, today is Saturday, July 13th, and it is hot as hell outside here in Tennessee. So, I'm Derek Gallagher, and we're going to go to my left today and introduce everybody. We've got a couple of new people, so go ahead. Uh, LeBron Haggard. Larry Brigman. Shelby Brazier. Jeff Baldwin. And that's everybody. So uh, Larry's been on the show before, so Shelby, Jeff is new to the show. Jeff, you, anything you want to say about yourself? No, I'm good. All right, <laughs> awesome. That's a David response. That is, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, David is not here. Oh, yeah. yeah, David was supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah, actually, it's not just because he's not talking. Yes. It's because he's actually not here. Yes, this time he is not here. En route. He is on his way here. He's here in spirit with all of us, yes. Uh, just a quick recap from last time, we talked about the topic of why not Manchester, uh, in that we discussed a little bit about growing up in the area and having to go other places and, you know, seek activities elsewhere and, you know, after becoming adults and wanting more things to be local, uh, it's led us to this journey here we call Common John. But anyway, for more on that, check out episode two, Why Not Manchester? And I guess next we'll roll right into a brewery update. Do, 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 do. Go ahead, LeBron. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot, really. I mean, we did some demolition last week. We uh, tore some offices out of the building just to kind of get ready for contractors once we start uh, working on that. Uh, we'll be putting together some orders here pretty soon, uh, working on getting equipment, some more equipment in. We've already got our brew house uh, ordered, and we'll be ordering our cellar equipment to kind of get that rolling. Um, we've been working on... This kind of sideline stuff is just some more branding things uh, related to the beer, the core beers, and kind of the messaging around those. The you know preparing for label designs for growlers and crowlers, and even some can designs. So that's something we'll talk about down the road a little bit more, maybe in a branding yes. uh, podcast discussion, talking about what all we've done and what's uh, been involved in that. But we do have a little bit of an update from the branding and social media side. Like yeah. Derek will- little bit of a, a website update I guess would be and apologies we are doing this in a, a course around the keyser and my daughter is running around making noises so it's not aliens you hear it is my daughter so anyway onto the website uh, let's check it out uh, the uh, www.commonjohnbc.com uh, some things you'll notice if you went to the old side we you know fine-tuned the look and feel improved the side animations and the graphics uh, added the the updated brand messaging, uh, reformatted the social media feed, and uh, this is what we call a light version of the course. And what that really means is more of a foundation from which the the full site will be built upon, and that'll launch closer to when we're you know the grand opening date. Uh, nothing solid as far as when yet, but you know we will let you know as the you know the podcast series progresses and as our social media feed uh, grows as well. So that's that's all we got. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, and I uh, we did uh, apologies to those that may have signed up on our old website for the mailing list because we had some glitches in it and we weren't getting the information. So we did update that, and we're in process of of adding the uh, uh, getting the uh, email uh, distribution out there and giving everybody updates on stuff that's coming up. We're going to be having some things, uh, you know, some 
pre-release deals with some merchandise and also some some VIP slash mug club things that we'll be uh, yeah. introducing here before too long before we open up. Yes, I know a lot of uh, our fans in the local area are really excited about getting their hands on some merchandise like hats, shirts, woolly koozies for their beers. <clears throat> Who knows? Yeah, so be sure to go on there and subscribe your email. That way we can we'll, we'll, we'll still be putting stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, but it'll give you a little more personal uh, information that we'll send out about some things going on and how to get involved with some of the stuff uh, before the actual um, launch yeah, or the grand opening of the brewery. And we love feedback, so if anybody's got any, shoot us an email. Social. Yeah, and then Derek yeah. mentioned the full website. Once we get closer to opening, we'll be working on some more features, have an online store. We'll have a list of, we'll be connected in with, uh, you can see what beers are on tap and descriptions of those beers, as well as kind of a meet the team section where we'll have little bios of everybody that's involved in the brewery. So you're going to get to know us and see our ugly mugs. Heck yeah. I can't wait for that. It's going to be my favorite part. <laughs> All right, well, we got through the, the beginning uh introductory part there uh, I guess on to the gateway beers so we're gonna do the beer tasting first and then get in the gateway. I mean we might as well I'm trying to kill a little time for mr. Uh, Mitchell I, I really let's try the beer I really want to hear him not speak much because that's always the best part so this is kind of what's gonna be one of the one of the central things that we do with let me see if I can get the sound in here Oh, uh, perfect. oh yeah, more than sound. I got, I got more than sound. We kind of all got a little wet over that. Hey, right. little, uh, beer money show but anyway, we we always like to feature a beer, and we we want to stick to local beer. So, um, actually, uh, Shelby, who is my oldest daughter, brought us in a beer from Mayday, and this beer is a lemon basil sour at six point three percent. So we're all going to. Uh, I'm, I'm share a little I kind of got the the uh, the whole what salivation thing kind of drew a little bit. You mentioned sours. My kids had gummy worms and gummy bears this morning, so got that. There you go. Pass it around. Shelby, do you have anything to add about this beer? Anything special? It's a kettle sour, right? Uh, yeah, it's one of their most popular um, small batches. Yeah, so I think there's, I think Mayday's uh, Mayday's uh, small batch. They just brew on a smaller system and they try to make some different beers every week. So you got something new to try. I would say I've never had one of their small batches, but I don't think that's uh, that can't be accurate because I've been to their brewery a couple times and I know I've sampled several things off their their tap. Yeah, they have ten on tap or try to keep ten on tap. Once they're gone, they're gone. So how long has Mayday been around? Do you know? Um, since 2012. 12? Okay. I, I was thinking that was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's give this a taste. Yeah. That smells like sun drop to me. Yeah. <clears throat> it does got a tad bit sweet smell. Yeah. I'm getting the. Mm. It's pretty darn tasty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not bad. It's not overpowering. No. Yeah, and I checked this on Untapped. It looked like it's it is very, very new beer. So there's only been a few check-ins so far with it. Well, they've made it several times, so it's not necessarily a new beer, but a new one. Wasn't there a, a special edition to this one? You said? Oh, there was one with some cookie that they put a short. A Girl Scout cookie. Okay. This one isn't yeah. it. No. This is, okay. Not. This is not that version. Okay. And I'm normally not a uh, 
sour fan, but I can definitely, this is a good drinkable this beer. This is not one of those ones that makes you it, Yeah, it's not a, it's more of a tart than a yeah. sour. Would you call there. this a gateway sour? Gateway. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, I went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. But yeah, definitely uh, those listening podcasts check out Mayday. It's a really cool place. Ozzy is a great guy, crazy guy. They have a lot of live music. Yep. Um, There's something going on every day. Yep. They so actually definitely. have Disney Day today, which I wish I could have been there. Oh yeah, Richard Jones it <laughs> on that. Yeah. What is Big that? Disney what do they do? Fan. All kinds of stuff. They have different stuff during the day for kids, like face painting, and then they have Disney trivia tonight. You dress up as Disney characters. And Ozzy's going to be um, King Triton. And his, uh, his girlfriend Ariana is uh, Ursula. Awesome. She got her hair done. He's got a pretty big beard, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he did. I thought yeah. the last photos and stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, check them out, definitely. Absolutely. This, that's pretty good. Yeah. Very good. That's not bad. I'm like Jeff. I'm not a real big sour fan, but this is not overpowering at all. It's nice. I'm not good at picking up flavors, so I get the lemon. Yeah. I'm having trouble, but I, I kind of got a sour. Smell. I think for my breakfast, I've got some, some something left over from. I can smell the. I'm not getting the basil, and I usually pick basil like something, and I think it's the basil. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's my taste buds. It tomatoes. smells like a spice to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm getting it up. Definitely. See, I mean, it's I'm, for six point three percent. It's awfully smooth. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's not got any. Yeah. It's not even remotely boozy. There, no, 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 no most of us no sours question. that I don't like are the ones that have a strong aftertaste. Yeah. Yep. And this one, this one doesn't. Yeah, quick clean yeah. finish. Yes. To me, it just it tastes like a, a little bit different, different like lemon lime soda. Fairly low carbonation soda. too, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Good. Yeah, Alright, All right. going to Gateway beers, huh? Gateway, well, this was a Gateway Sour, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I just made that up. <laughs> Trying not to cough here. Well, it's alright. I mean, we all get colds. Ron's <laughs> getting over a cold, so if you hear a fit, just let it go. Test. Okay. We're, we're live again. <laughs> Pardon that. Even though you may not hear this, yeah. but I don't know. How yeah, we had a little distraction there. in the background. <laughs> we are in the middle of the garage, so there was some uh, some activities going on. Actual, we, actual work. Actual work actual in the garage. Work. Well, one of our core values is, you know, to be authentic, you know, and true to ourselves. And we are not going to lie to you when we say we are filming or recording this around the Keezer. <laughs> the, the title is very literal. <laughs> yeah. So, in a, in a 90 degree. Uh, the garage, too. It is Maybe not. I would say more than that. It is a little. It's a little humid in here. Yes. Huddled together. What could be better though? Oh no, not drinking beer. It's not the heat. It's the humidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got a fan blowing, so we're good. So back to Gateway Beer. Gateway Beer. So yeah, let's let's give the premise of this. So our, it, for those that um don't maybe don't get the terminology, you know, they always. I guess don't joke, but people reference Gateway drugs and stuff. So we we're discussing gateway beer so what is the the beer that you had that kind of got you hooked yeah or got you into craft beer you know so what was your your gateway craft beer so and maybe no one else has ever heard of that or said it before but we say it all the damn yeah. time so um, well I, i'll take the lead on this all right nobody else is larry's looking at me like i really want to you want to talk larry no i, I mean, figured you're good you i'm, I'm all right i'm in <laughs> 
got to give some some crap today. So gateway beer. So what beer got me a little turned on to craft beer? Well, most of you don't know, I spent a short amount of time out in Colorado, lived in Denver for a couple of years, and out there I ran into a beer that's not very well known called Fat Tire. You know, <laughs> not <so>. very well <laughs> known, yeah. Uh, that's made by New Belgium, and uh, that's, uh, you know, that's a, LeBron laughed. It's, it's, it's very well known. Uh, New Belgium is, uh, you know, one of the bigger breweries in the United States, and they make a lot of delicious beers but for me uh growing up a light beer drinker but light miller light like most everybody else in the south uh, fat tire was something a little different for me a little heavier a little more flavor in the in the mouth i guess you'd say and the, i remember the first time i had it um, it was just at a bar in downtown denver and i fell in love with it I love the artwork. The old, I love the new artwork, but the old artwork had a, a something like a like a vintage antique look to it, and um, yeah, I fell in love with all the way around. And the reason I say that was my gateway beer. It got me thinking, well, who made this, and what does that mean, and what are the styles, and then to really say my true first craft beer love, which you know started with Fat Tire, uh, ended up becoming a beer that I actually shared with. Most of the people that on this podcast today, I had it at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was Samuel Adams uh, Rebel IPA, and that was my my first full on love craft beer, um, right there from an independent brewer in the U.S. So that is my love story for craft beer. You're welcome. I say a tear. Yeah, it, it, it's either that or sweat. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Yeah, top that. Yeah. All right. How about you, Jeff? You want to go next? Well, uh, mine, I guess, which I, I'm probably the newest one to the craft beer group here. Um, and I'd tried a few on and off, and a lot of them I didn't like. Some of them are okay. Uh, but uh, I was on family vacation last year, which would have been 2018, uh, near Washington, D.C., just outside of D.C., um, and uh, we went to a little local beer and wine shop that would do would do free test test tastings every day, and it was uh, um, let's see, Wicked Weed. Actually, it's what it was. Uh, Astronomic. Uh, it's a hazy IPA, more of a grapefruit uh, flavors that you get from it. And that's when I realized that you know. IPAs are not just all all bitter, you know, it's some flavors in there too, and that's kind of the style I tend to like still, or the hazy ones. So, so that's my story. Heck yeah. I love me some hazy IPAs as well. It's been a while since I've had a, had one, actually. I need to, I need to track yeah, one down and get we one. Um, yeah, Wicked Weed's a really good beer. I drank a lot of that yeah. last week while I was there was another one that I, I had around the same time I had Wicked Weed. It was uh, Elysian. Is that right? Is that the brewery name? Yeah, Space Dust. Right? Yeah, Space yeah. Dust. That's the beer. Space I remember Dust. I remember yeah. those two because they're, they're, the can logos were burned into my mind. Every time I, I hear of one, I associate the other. But that has nothing to do with this, this podcast, but I just thought you want to know out there listening. You're, How about you, Brigman? Well, Bad I'm, fish. I'm, I'm the Goldfish. That's what we said last fish. <clears throat> 
cheesy fish? It's called goldfish. Goldfish. That's what we said. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's cheesy and you were bad fish, so it's goldfish. We're gonna combine them. I'm good with goldfish. Could be worse. Yeah, could be. Could be worse. It is. It has been worse. Yeah, my my story is similar to Derek's. And my endeavors working at Home Depot, one of my uh, past supervisors, <clears throat> he was in the craft beers, and he had told me about Fat Tire, which wasn't really sure about it. Um, you know, like like Derek, I would you know grew up drinking light beers, uh, Miller Light, Bud Light, and so on. Um, so he said that I, he really recommended that I should try it. So he got me a six pack on the way home that night. Popped the first one. It's like, wow, you know, it's really different. And wasn't really quite sure after drinking the first one. But as I got into the second and third one, I was like, wow, you know, the, the, the flavor profile and um, just the differentiality in the beer. I mean, it was it was a complete, completely different. Um, Stole your heart. It really did. I mean, and, you know, like Derek as well as with the Rebel IPA, Really got hooked on that, and I I tried Sam Adams before and wasn't really a fan of the regular Sam Adams, but the Rebel IPA was that's what I fell in love with IPA instantly with that. So that that was my journey from that point forward on to getting into IPAs. So as as most of you know, there's so many different differentialities in IPAs, so you have to. Like Jeff. I wonder like, how long. Like well, I mean, it's. I wonder how long Fat Tire's been around. It's gotta while. been. We set the. They, they gave them an award at CBC for like some sort of. They started their sour kettle program, I believe, in the eighties. Has it been that long? They're, so they yeah. were. They've been around a while. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, my 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 first uh, Fat Tire. It's it's been. Because mine was around the time I started homebrewing, I think, was when I kind of... It's been a good 10, 11 years. Yeah, probably. that's what I'm saying. It's got to yeah. been. I know. My, yeah, I, I, I'm remembering back then. Mine was in the mine was in the early 2000s, would have been. Yeah. Because I was not at Bridgestone at that time. I was at, at Worth. That's why I remember. I remember bringing mine home. But I'll get to my story in a minute. Ooh. Nice tease there. I like that. Uh, my my story is not going to be much different than yours and, and well, than Larry's, but I got a little side story too. Well, now so. I may have to add dramatic music and we cut it off and like yeah, people yeah. guess it for a commercial <laughs> break. No. Yeah, we could. Do we have a sponsor? <laughs> Common John Brewing Company. Oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Stay tuned. <laughs> we are our own sponsor, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Shelby gets to go over hers next if oh. she's come up with one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. If you would have asked me a few years ago, I, if I liked beer, I would flat out tell you no, that beer was disgusting. I hated beer, period. Um, then I started drinking Angry Orchard of cider. and We could throw in some jokes here, but we're not going to. We like yeah, cider. <laughs> um, so I started drinking that, and then we went to a brewery down in Chattanooga, Odd Story, and they had several sours. And I tried one. It was a double cherry berry Berliner Weiss. And I absolutely loved it. And I just, every time they make, they make like different renditions of it. And every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I want to go get that. Um, but I would say definitely 
that would probably be, I don't know, necessarily my gateway beer, but I kind of went backwards from liking sours and IPAs, and now I'm liking more light beers. I'll drink a light beer every now and then, but... Um, it's almost kind of funny how people <clears throat> don't really, if, you know, like people that haven't been into beer, yeah. they they can get into beer with a heavier beer or a porter or yeah, a sour stouts, before they yeah. get into a, a light beer. I can't tell you how many people have said, I just don't like oh, light yeah. beer. It's just like, it tastes so bad, you know, but it's just a, a taste thing. I mean, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Now you set a beer in front of me and I'll drink it. And it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how bad it is. I'll still drink it. At least try it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I think that's people's personal preference too a lot of people who most people who like heavier uh, stout beers are not necessarily such a fan of light beers or vice versa and i can i can give you a specific example and i do not have the permission to say his name but i'm gonna say it anyway alex campbell one of our friends yeah when he turned 21 i uh, took him to a um, local place that sells you know that has beer on tap you can get growlers and his favorite was a stout yeah um, but then we took him to a bar and he ordered a Guinness and he fell in love. Yeah. And so he measures every beer he has off a of Guinness, which yeah. is not fair for yeah. most other beers. And, uh, he, he, he prefers a stout, some sort of, uh, you know, a version of a stout or something yeah, with he's, a darker, he's not heavier really beer. A light beer fan. No, he's not. Yeah. Not at all. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just well, how he, say, it's just everybody's personal preference. I mean, yeah. I grew up sneaking out of my friend's house with him and, yeah. you know, going and, Drinking light beers in his front yard and shooting off fireworks. Yeah, but yeah. but even back then, when you were doing that kind of stuff, you're acting all cool about. It. Oh yeah, it was and you're super like, cool, and you're just like, oh my god, oh this my is yeah, smoking. Yeah. Oh, I smoked was, a cigarette or two. Yeah. I was so badass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we were I was stealing badass. beers out of the, yeah. the neighbor's fridge. Hell, you know, no, I didn't like, go that far. I think, I think, <laughs> natty, natty lines, I think this or, is a uh, topic for another Milwaukee. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First Milwaukee's beast. Gateway beer, but the first beer. You you watch Jeff? I think you've watched this on Amazon Prime now. They have this show called Brewmaster which I definitely would suggest going to watch, but it kind of chronicles two dudes. One is trying to get his master Cicerone certification, and the other one's trying to open a brewery. But they're interviewing people in between, like Sam, Sam from uh, Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head and Cook uh, Cock. Yeah. I forget, I forget his first name, but with Boston Beer Company. But he's joking about, he. Um, he's like, yeah, my parents were really strict. I didn't have my first beer until I was four. <laughs> and same thing as you like one of the guys was talking about how he he would sneak to his neighbor's house and he would steal beers from his his buddy's dad's uncle's yeah. refrigerator yeah. grandpa's yeah. refrigerator yeah in the garage yeah. well in the 70s there was a lot of beer available yeah so yeah we all have had it oh, you know yeah. drinking it because it all were cool but then you're like choking it back like man alive how can you <laughs> But you just keep powering through it That's until right. you're like, one day, wow, I need a beer. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sets that bar. can anybody do it? <laughs> it sets that standard for what you, in your mind is beer. And then, you know, when you start to taste these other styles, you start to, you know, experience those flavors. And it's it's a good thing, you know. Light beer has a place in everyone's heart if you've enjoyed beer in America. So, part of our history. Can't say anything about that. Yeah. Set in stone. Yeah. All right, who's up? I guess it's my one, turn. Two, uh, oh, yeah, it's yeah, Ron's yeah. turn. There it is. Well, I mean, mine's not going to be too much different. My my, my official gateway beer is, is Fat Tire also. And I... I had, a lot in common, don't we? I had, you common know, the job. craft beer had... 
this may actually go back into the 90s because I think the first time I ever had a craft beer, my first craft beer that I ever remember having was at Blackstone Brewery in Nashville. And they were like yeah. one of the originals and they had a restaurant in the brewery. And I remember going in there and getting a flight and I was barely 21 years old. And I, you know, I remember drinking the beers, but I don't remember that like thing in your mind that says, hey, you know, this is the one that got me going. But mine was, you know, a few years later was Fat Tire and I bought a six pack, you know, they were advertising and stuff and it was starting to become the kind of it thing. And I kind of like you said, Larry, I was like, I can remember I got the six pack, put it in the shop refrigerator, took a took a bottle in the house and started drinking it. And I got halfway through it and I'm like, I can't drink this. And I dumped the rest of it. Well, then a few weeks later, I'm looking in the refrigerator, and I'm like, there's five bottles of beer in there. And That's I'm like, right. man, I'm not going to let that beer go to waste. I can't do this. So I got another one. And that, that second one tasted so much better than that first one I had. So I sat there and, and commenced to finishing the rest of that six-pack. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my yeah. my jump into, uh, into uh, craft beer. But the funny side story to that, not long after that, I still distinctly remember this crazy dream that I had. Because at that point, I'm thinking like, Oh my gosh, what's what else out there is there? What other craft beers? Yeah. You know, I didn't know about all the craft beer styles because this yeah. was several years before I home started home brewing. Yeah, and I I it can really remember having a lot though. Yeah, I had this. You, you and I, I've shared this story with Larry, mm-hmm. but I was having this dream, and in the dream, I go to this place, and I sit down at this bar, and I ask this lady uh, for a beer recommendation. She said, "Oh, we have this Hefeweizen," and I'm like, "I've never had a Hefeweizen." So I, re- I can remember tasting that beer in my dreams, and I went to the store the next day. I woke up and remembered that dream, and I went to the store the next day, and I looked for Hefeweizen, and the only Hefeweizen I could find was Pyramid Hefeweizen. It's an right. unfiltered right. beer yeah. out of, I think right. they're in Seattle area, right? Yeah. Yep. And now you can't get it around here. No. They, we well, had it when we went up to the game in Seattle, but... Yeah. And I got that beer, and it reminded me just of what I remembered in my dream, which is the craziest thing. And at that point, I'm hooked on craft beer. For I'm I'm locked down. I mean, it's it's over with now. When you have a dream about craft beer, and somebody picks it out, and you taste that beer and go and pick it up, it's, it's over. Kind of like build it, and they will come. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't have any kind of crazy dream, but I did. Uh, here recently, get to visit, finish visit. I visited the Colorado campus of New Belgium several months ago during the CBC uh, Craft Brewers Conference. But we recently got to go to Asheville and I, you know, visited both places and enjoyed a fat tire and it was just as delicious. Actually, it was a little, maybe a little more delicious. You know, seeing the difference between the Rocky Mountains and then, of course, you, you get the uh, French Broad River right there beside the Asheville location. And same, you know, different, different locations, same feel, same atmosphere and, and love for beer and the community. Uh, for both places, it, it, as I'm sure anyone here can tell you, I I, uh, I, I talk them up quite a bit because they're, they're very wonderful. And you can see the love in their craft too. It's my sob story. <laughs> oh, you, we know how much you. Oh, love I know. Yeah. So, what was your what were your thoughts of the Asheville campus versus Fort Collins? So, I, I liked it, and the reason I say because you can walk out on their little deck area, and they have this. Of course, mind you, it is summer in the south. And what that means is it's hot as hell and humid as hell. And it was no different that day there. Uh, we went there around lunchtime, so it was very hot. Sun right above you. But they have this awesome deck that overlooks the river. And it's beautiful. Cause you, they got a drink rail and there, there are benches up all around the side. So you can just, you can watch it. You can watch the people float down the river. 
kayak like we did the day before and almost die, but that's another story for another day. But yeah, it's beautiful. So my answer would be consistency is key and they nailed it for two locations. They give you the same feel for the locations. But I mean, they've had a chance to, with the Asheville thing, they've got a chance to fine tune and do stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, more in their vision or what they want to do with Asheville. So I'm sure there's probably some some improvements. I would have to say... I'm going to give my favorite location still to, to Fort Collins because I love the Rockies. That, that view is beautiful, but the Asheville one's still the most fresh in my mind. Yeah. So it's like very vivid. And there were, uh, you know, we visited other breweries today. We went to Fort Collins that were may have clouded my memories. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we really not. We, no. we haven't really hit on it a lot, but that's one of the things that with, with Common John that we want to do and with the, the the property that we purchase will allow us to is to have an outdoor space like they've yeah. got it. You know, I don't, I haven't been to Asheville, but in Fort Collins, it was, they've got that nice little grassy area. Oh, you yeah. got cornhole and all that stuff. And it's same feel. That's the kind of atmosphere yeah. that we want to have is it's not just about coming, drink a beer, you hang out and play some games. And, hey, from the parking lot, you would be surprised how similar it is. I mean, there wasn't that, that, that space that we, you know, ended up parking in, in Fort Collins, but you walk up through that their archway, big archway, just like in Fort Collins, and there's the the open common com- John yeah, land. Yeah, <laughs> common John land. <laughs> Sorry, they're poking fun at me because I call everything common John land. So yeah, opens up into common John or sorry, New Belgium land there, <laughs> and there people playing hacky sack. That's not true. I didn't see anyone play, but there could have been someone playing hacky sack. There was someone throwing bean bags and frisbee and playing with their dogs, kids. Yeah, and that's. That's that's the kind of feel you want. Yeah, I, at least I believe so. That's anyway. what's really cool about the, the new uh, brewery environment is dog friendly, kid friendly. You, know, you just got to keep your kids on the leash. It's funny so. how you put dogs. <laughs> it's funny how you put the dogs I'm just before kidding, the kids. Just yeah. <laughs> there it is. Well, like that one we went in uh, Concord, it was pig friendly. Oh yeah, there was, Interesting. A, there was a pig on a leash oh, in God. the brewery. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yeah. Hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Bring your pet, pet as long as it's on a leash. I don't know how much cats and stuff would like that, but. Uh, depends. Yeah. I don't think cat I've seen on a leash. I don't think I've seen a cat. Uh, we got, we've got a cat, a cat that would leash. use a leash, but <clears throat> of course, then you have dogs and that wouldn't work. <clears throat> dogs and cats. You have to have a cat day and yeah. Day. yeah. All right, so just I'm checking my phone for an update from the Mister David Mitchell. Is he? Is he almost here? Oh, I don't know. Well, he was leaving, I don't he was leaving uh, the Tracy City area as of twelve twenty nine p.m. It is now twelve forty eight p.m. Yeah, so I don't think he's gonna make. I it. don't know if he's gonna make the cut for today's show, but that's okay. We still love we could have, we could have just act like he was here. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't oh, talk there anyway. He's pretty quiet. <laughs> there he is. He chose not to speak. Golly, we're giving him shit. He's not even here. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to blurp that out now too. No. <laughs> Oh. I wasn't quite as quite as Dave would be. No, no, a little no, bit no. more vocal. We got a story from him last time. He just didn't know it till afterwards. Wasn't that his um, his story? His gateway. Thing? No, it was something was about uh, something about a, a, a previous job or something. No. Yeah. Um, that might be a bonus feature. Yeah. On, extended. On, <laughs> yeah. Extended edition. Which will be available at Christmas. I'm just kidding, y'all. That's, that's, all bonus features. So, anyone else got anything to add to their gateway beer story before we close out that adventure? Well, uh, one thing I'd like to add for me, I mean, and everybody talked about the 
they like a specific beer. Mine really, I end up bouncing all over the place with my preferential of styles of beer. You know, one day I like this, one day I like that. You know, some days I don't like any of it. So. But, no, uh, it's, you know, there's, with the craft beer, it's it's all over the place. So. Yeah, and that's that. the thing you can't. I think that's what we talked about is we, you know, we want to convert those that think they don't like beer or don't like craft beer to come oh, yeah. try stuff. Cause there's there's going to so, be something they like. There's yeah. so many different we'll options out there. I mean, in our cases, we all came into this at the time that, you know, craft beer started to kind of rise up. So we have those kind of very familiar, very similar or, or in See, three I, of the cases. And I was on the tail end of that. So yeah. y'all, y'all had been doing it for well, quite yeah. eight years to, before I was. So. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, it, Going back to mentioning the Rebel IPA, of course, we'd been brewing beer way before that beer was yeah. ever released. But the, the important thing that stuck in my mind about that beer was that it was the first IPA, which was a West Coast IPA, that just really, to me, was absolutely delicious. Yeah. And I wanted to the, make one better than that. Yeah, and that's definitely West West Coast style IPA. Well, I think the, the other key, you know, and that's something, another feature that you know, we want to have with the brewery is actually having tours and explaining to people what goes into making the beer. So I think once you understand what make, how the beer is made and the ingredients that make up the different styles, that really helps you to then say, okay, I want to, I like this. I like chocolate things or I I like sour things or I like sweet (laughs) things. I mean, you can make a beer that's sweet. You can make one that's sour or tart, or you can make one that's really, really hoppy, you know? And that's funny. That's, that's, a, a big question that I get a lot of people who are not really craft beer fans saying, well, I, I don't, you know, I don't like this style of beer, you know, but, but I like this. I'm like, well, that's the one great thing about brewing is you can change the different formats of each beer to what you like, you know, and that's experimenting. That's like what we do a lot of just because we love doing that. But I would have to throw back too with the pyramid thing, not, not really knowing when I lived in Seattle that, that uh, Pyramid Hefeweizen was considered a craft beer. So I would probably have to change mine to the Pyramid Hefeweizen would be my first introduction. Because I just thought it was so just You can't a, change your mind. Well, I'm just, I, I can't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> He's adding not, to his Not history. knowing, yeah, adding to. Thank you, Derek. Uh, He's not amending. knowing that it was it's really amending. a craft beer, but you know, as LeBron said, um, one of PBR doesn't beers. count. I mean, it could count. We have a, it's a coffee beer now. There you go. They got a coffee beer now. And with, I thought that was just, it out yet, though? It may be a joke. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I have no idea. Like the dirt beer. Every, <laughs> I saw it on the internet. So every every week, I find there's a new uh, flavor of PBR, and I, it still amazes me. And We just tried the PBR Extra the other day. It's not bad. Pretty, it's pretty good. I think I have one actually. more. Yeah. Still still beer. Yeah. They, uh, they got to get on the bandwagon, man. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put LeBron on the spot here and ask if we had any update on the TTB situation. No, nothing. I mean, we're now four weeks in, so they were saying 100 days, so we still got 75 days or so. Okay, cool. I figured that's what you'd say, but, you know. I don't know. I mean, they could call me next week asking questions, and it's done next week. You hear that, folks? Fingers crossed for that. It doesn't doesn't speed anything. It it helps to speed everything up, Yes. but we still got stuff to do, so. Still fingers crossed, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right so uh yeah, rating of the beer pull up those untapped apps yeah so i looked it up there's not been but just a couple check-ins actually um 
one of the check-ins is from one of our friends, Lisa. She gave this beer a five-star rating. Oh, no dang. And for those who are not familiar with Untapped, it is a one to five-star rating system, and you can do quarters. So anything from one up to five in quarter increments. So, yeah. Right. Who wants to kick it off? I'm going to give that a give solid, uh, I'm going to give it a solid four for me. Four stars. How about you, Shelby? Shelby? Hmm. I would say 4.5. I, I really liked it. But I'm, You're I'm a very, sour person. Yeah, I'm very big on sours. Yeah, I'll have to, I mean, I'll have to agree. It, it's definitely a solid four. For sure. Sorry, that's not stars. It looks more like bottle caps. Sorry. I'm going to do a... Uh, 4.25 uh, like I say I, I'm not a sour fan but this one is as far as sours go a lot lot better than, than most That's last good. but not least I guess yeah it's all you yeah I don't know I'm usually the strict judger so I'm like I'm bouncing around there but I think I'm gonna go with a I think I'm gonna go with a four because I mean four 3.754 is a beer I'll go back and drink again so um, I'm, I'm gonna go with four I'm already, and that's a. I've got very few beers I rate as a four star. But how many I have? Well. How many yeah. have you not agreed to go back and drink again? Though? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, actually, if I go to a place and there's a, and I've had a beer and there's another beer I haven't had, I'll go for one I haven't had, even if it's not rated well. But I mean, it just depends on what's there. But if I've had beers before, I'll pick the one out that I like the most. You know, I'll look back and see how I rated, or I'll remember how I rated it, and like, oh yeah, I want that it doesn't beer. stick in your mind. It's probably yeah. Not. <laughs> Everybody's reviews are in, so it's time to round out the show here. Any closing thoughts from anybody? Nope. Any uh, any thoughts in your mind, LeBron, about maybe uh, our next topic? Future episodes? Yeah, we want to. One of the things we want to get into, we've we talked about this uh, pre previously, was uh, you know maybe a little bit more detail about the naming and maybe even the process of, of doing this. You know, yeah. the hope is that you know I don't know we're not experts at this by no means, but maybe we can uh, share some of the hurdles we've had and some of the challenges and stuff and go through the process and talk a little bit more about the, you know, our branding and, you know, the, you know, with not only the beer, the brewery name, but beer names and uh, getting into some of the legal consequences with trademarks and things. That yeah. was a big deal for us in the beginning was trying to come up with a name that wasn't trademarked already and yep. somebody was using. So easy to think of a name, but it's, Yep. Hard to be able yeah. to find a name that you can use and you know, solidify names, and uh, make sure it's not being used by anybody else. Yeah, that's that's a long, long list of beer names. Yeah. We had yeah, beer names days and, and days yeah. coming and, soon and weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, look forward to those topics. Yeah, and still we're not close enough to um, you know get into specifics on the date. Uh, I think all we can say is just stay tuned and you know follow us on all the different um, Derek will plug our social media here in a minute before yeah, we wrap up but, um, just make sure and follow us and keep up we're that's the whole intention of this is to keep everyone updated on what's going on because we don't want people out there being like hey we don't know when you'll be open or what's going on we don't want to have that so we'll do that and then i think some of the other episodes uh you know we can get into you know more specifics around not just the naming but kind of marketing stuff you know, and all that yeah and we'll you know, we're trying to be as transparent as possible and share our journey with everybody through just about every outlet we can now. So, 
David, we, we said you were on your way, so we might as well add you in. So the Gateway Stories, of course, the first beer that prompted your journey into the craft beer world. So, All right. Well, my first beer. What's your favorite beer, Larry? I'm sorry. Not your first beer. The one that brought you into this, this craft beer world. That you, ours was, when you decided you liked craft beer. Yeah, fat Tire. It was, you know. it was Fat Tire on the plane to uh, Clearwater. I tried it. Wait, Clearwater, Florida? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, you didn't know that you the first time in Texas or not. The <laughs> uh, first time I tried it, though, was at Applebee's. Craft Larry, Beer Mecca. Larry said, <laughs> yeah. Larry said, here, try this. Also, you were probably eating good yeah. at the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> so, uh, what's that? I sure hope you're recording this. I am. <laughs> what's that beer? This is your favorite beer? Oh, the uh, Rebel IPA. Okay, that's what I had. But you changed yours. Yeah, he amended it. Yeah. Well, hey, yours no, was re- I didn't change it. I just he added. I added because I had was some props because Pyramid Hefeweizen is a great beer. This isn't about you. It's about David. Okay. So, David, go ahead. So, David's turn. Shut up. <laughs> I tried that beer, and I thought it tasted like mesquite tree, and I was like, I'm never going to try stuff again. And then, I was, like I said, I was on a plane ride to uh, Clearwater. And so I'm going to try that fat tire. Which which fat tire was it? Was it the, because they, don't they have the, they've got like that wheat I fat think it was tire, the wheat. right? I think it's a white, it's a white Belgian. So but it's only that. been out like two years. Yeah. No, this was longer. Okay, yeah, so that would have been like a two two regular fat tire. This was before I even started coming over here and actually brewing. And uh, I was like, man, that's not bad. And that's where it all started. And then I come over here and start trying some of y'all's beer. I just looked it up. I, I was curious because I couldn't even remember for sure what. On untapped, Fat Tire is considered an amber or red ale. Yeah. The, I was thinking it was like in that re- amber, red, yeah. brown ale. What is the uh, newest version of that considered? Wheat? Uh, fat Tire Belgian White. Belgian White. It's, I, I enjoy the Belgian white. It's just a little uh, sweeter than the original Fat Tire recipe to me, and I, I wasn't a big fan of how it finished, but it's still a delicious beer. You know, I'm a new Belgian fan, but I prefer the original Fat Tire. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get some of that. The Belgian had any, No, I know. I had the Belgian white on the airplane recently. Oh, Fat Tire. The regular Fat Tire. You know, it's funny about Fat Tire. There are only about three places in this county you can buy it. And luckily, our local food line grocery store is one of them. So, along with Day Blazer, another delicious adventure from New Belgium, yep. and also some of the Voodoo Ranger series. But I mean, you know, that's the thing about it is, it's like they're huge. All but you got to give them credit because I mean, here we are all. I mean, most of us talking about how that was an influencer yeah, right. to us as far as like they got the door open, they but, kicked the door in. And what was so in, what is so important about New Belgium for those who don't know, today is the you know July thirteenth. 2019, I believe it was a week ago today, or maybe it was last Friday, a Friday previous, New Belgium joined the craft beer, the independent movement. So they'll be uh, you know, displaying the independent symbol uh, on their bottles and their packaging and so forth, so which is amazing. That's, yeah, that's and it. I guess uh, the, the, key that, the key with that is, is they're independently owned companies. They're not, you know, we're not, we've talked, we're not knocking light beer it's hard to make light beer but there is a knock on you know the 
the corporations and this buying up all these little small people and stuff but the whole independent movement and it will be featured on our everything that we have because we are yep. independent we, yep. we own what we have it's not some corporation or um, you know some big conglomerate that, that owns common John yep. technically we are a corporation but it's our corporation it's that's not right. it's not a publicly traded corporation but um, you know that's the key is like you know we're not being driven by you know, big big brother. overlords yeah. that are yeah. you know trying to pinch every penny and Corporate stuff. Greed. Yeah. Yes. So for those who think that a brewery cannot be a big brewery and influential in you know modern or pop culture, just look at New Belgium. Employee owned, probably independent, and now they wear the the badge of the community on their product, which is fantastic. So hats off to them for joining, and we are very glad to be a part of that movement. So. Yes. Cheers to that. You gonna say hello, Kellen? Nope. She's not gonna say hi. Nope. You're gonna say nope? Nope. 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 All right. (laughs) Well, we got what we needed from David, and we got a little more. I might have to make that little bonus add-on. Yeah, yeah, no, I was just thinking, like, if we had somebody else come in here that was legal, yeah, we legal drinking age, we could have them get their... We wouldn't actually record, we'd done finish recording, we put you in there, David. All right, everybody, so be sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at commonjohnbc.com um, is our website, or at commonjohnbc is our tag for those, and on our website, which we mentioned at the beginning of the show, uh, freshly updated some fancy new animations and stuff. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our mailing list for all those events, special events and upcoming VIP events and mug club offers and just all kinds of cool stuff. And we will keep you up to date. And for those that are looking for merch, we are in process of ordering some merch. Yes. So stay. We need, we need hats. Yes. So everybody wants so hats. Everybody wants a hat. Keep your eyes and ears open and be in touch <laughs> with us. So that's something we can go ahead and start doing is start peddling some merch and that just helps us a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. You get to help fund the Common John process by buying our And you look good, too. Absolutely. Like you would. So, from all of us here at Around the Keyser, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Poor Davis. Seriously. On a wheel and a half. Yeah, it was loud. What's the next day? Yeah, we just got to keep it all safe. We're making notes right now.